Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to NR92's very own feed. Let me hear you scream. Why haven't you learned anything? Let's get crazy! May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Now for today's hosts. The Feed! Welcome to this week's The Feed. I'm Chantel, here with Caleb Smith. Hey, howdy. And a very happy birthday to all the five-year-olds that are actually 20, as it is a leap year. It's February 28th, baby. (laughs) It would suck only getting a birthday every four years, but apparently people born on February 29th are all invited to join the Honor Society of Leap Year Day Babies. So, yeah, that's a thing. I still think I'd rather have a birthday every year, but... We're here today to talk about superstitions, not birthdays. You know what the first thing that pops into my head is when I think about superstitions? What's that? Exams. And superstitions to actually pass, which coincidentally, we have Larissa here to talk about just that. Yeah, and I went around campus to see if students had any superstitions about like school-related events or activities. Do either of you have like rituals or routines you do before like an exam or like public speaking? Hmm. It's been a minute since I've done any actual public speaking or been in school so I always like I don't remember I think I always clear my throat like twice and then I give like a deep breath out before I start like turning a mic on or something yeah but that's that's just like routine yeah yeah I definitely noticed that some people did and some people didn't have like the lucky item that sort of thing college can be a lot to handle some people look to luck for an edge on tests or big exams to help ease their mind about these stressful events I asked Nate's students if they have any lucky habits that they religiously do before an exam. I don't study as much because I don't want to overfill my brain with information. Um, yep, I usually just study and just go through all my revision sessions. Make sure I sleep. Oh, I just kind of wing it. Honestly, before exams, I just power study. That's how I feel like I do best. It's the only thing that works. Um, cramming. <laughs> Most didn't have superstitious pre-exam habits but some did have lucky items that they would bring with them. I always use the same pencil. I have a lucky bracelet. Rose gold and sparkly. Sparkles bring the luck. I only use certain pens. They have to be like these really thin ones from China. It's crazy. Uh, I always wear my lucky hat and I wear my best socks. I've had one pen going for this whole semester so far and if I lose it, I'm gonna cry. Lucky items are all an illusion of the imagination. If you were to use a certain pencil and get 100% on a test, you might be more inclined to use the same pencil again for the next one, when in fact you used the exact same pencil when you failed your last three ones. The thing is that our minds don't remember when something has wronged us, but this isn't a bad thing. Believing that something can bring you extra luck also provides you with more confidence, which can help you achieve more success. Even if you aren't superstitious, Sometimes pressure from other people's superstitions can even rub off on you too. For sports-wise, like if I play on a team and then everyone's like, well, you gotta do this, or you can't wash your shirt for the whole time or else you, we're gonna lose, then I'll do it <laughs> for, for the team, you know? We just have to make sure we wear the same shirt, I guess, for the whole tournament or the whole time. It's nasty, but like, just, cause you don't wanna be the person, like you don't believe it, but like, if you washed it and we lost, you might, think it, you might think it's on you. As for school, it seems like students don't rely on superstitions and luck. They tend to depend on their own skills and work ethics. 
And out of the people I did interview, I definitely got some interesting answers that some of them I can't say on air, especially ways of relieving pre-exam stress. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Larissa. At this point in the, in the semester, I might need to start using some of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know what birds a lot of weird superstitions, though? Sports. Whether it's never washing your jersey, having lucky underwear, or even Tom Brady has this weird one where he can't play well unless the footballs are just a little deflated, you know? Yeah, I know my dad definitely has some weird sports one. He grows a playoff beard every year, and if he doesn't, he thinks they'll lose. And also, he'll only wear his Oilers jersey either before a game or if the team already won their last game. I think Declan here has uh, more examples of some sporty superstitions. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, the, I did uh, have the opportunity to sit down with someone very close to me and discuss some of her pre-race routines. And just a quick little note there, Caleb, Tom Brady also has to kiss his son before every game. Yes, he does. Oh. Full on the lips. Full, full tongue on the mouth, <laughs> yeah. Sports and superstition are something that often go hand in hand. As a competitor myself, I know I have little quirks that I like to do before each event. I was able to sit down with my mother, Bridget Powers, who placed third in the half marathon at the World Masters Games in 2005 about some of her pre-race routines and rituals. I always start the day with a cup of coffee and um, I have a pre-race meal, always planned, always the same thing which is a bowl of oatmeal with some dried fruit, whether it's some cranberries or raisins, a little bit of brown sugar, and some whole milk of some, some description, whole milk or cream. And that wasn't all. Clothing is a big one. I will very rarely depart from the type of clothes that I wear. Next, I asked her how she felt about people who religiously follow pre-race superstitions or routines. I completely understand why people might engage in those types of behaviors, those superstitions. I certainly don't judge. It's, it's, it's an individual thing and, it, and I think sort of the logical part of my brain might be able to say, ah, you know, there's probably, that, that is probably a little bit, you know, more than, than needs to be done. But if that's what somebody feels they need to do, then... Power to them. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we all have our own ways of optimizing our performance. And if, and if that's how some people feel that they, that they can do it, then, then I say absolutely. Finally, I asked her if she did do something differently that departed from her normal routine and she ended up having a career best performance, would it be something she would be inclined to do in the future? If I did choose to, to do something different, like maybe wear compression socks where I don't normally, or something like that, and I felt that my performance was better, then I, I might be you know, inclined to, to adopt that going forward. Yeah, and uh, there you have it, like you heard, she's not one of those crazy people who does something like, you know, touch her right big toe 14 times before a race or something like that but uh, she has her routines that she holds close to her chest and as a competitor myself I like to I have my own quirks like you heard I like to wrap my hands and then com completely wrap them and then completely unwrap them before each match so yeah you know nothing crazy but uh, just a little thing that gets me going and gets me in the right mindset crazy well thank you Declan I guess my dad's superstition doesn't bug me that much anymore you know what superstition really bugs me though it's an old one it really bothers me that black cats get such a bad rap because I think that black cats are the cutest variety of cats. Right? Judging cats on their, appear on their appearance is such an old school way of thinking. As Stevie Wonder would say, superstition ain't the way.
Speaking of old ways of thinking, a lot of superstitions have been around for a hot minute. They've seen their fair share of use, been around the block, as it were. (laughs) And everybody knows about things like breaking a mirror resulting in seven years of bad luck and how walking under a ladder will also result in bad luck. Oh, you know every time I spill salt, I'm chucking as much as I can back over my left shoulder. Exactly. But there are also some really out-there superstitions that haven't seen as much use. We've got Craig here to talk about just that. You bet. No, I agree. Uh, I'm a little superstitious myself, so superstitions have always fascinated me. And uh, I've always believed that they'll, they'll always exist because they're passed down in generation to generation. And luckily, I was lucky enough to sit down with the matriarch of my family, and she had a few <laughs> superstitions for us. I sat down and spoke with my 94-year-old grandmother, Doreen Davis, about some of her superstitions, many of which I do and will teach my kids and grandkids one day. My grandma believes a six-foot-tall, dark-haired man is the best of luck. So I've been her first foot of the new year since I was 16. Here is her explanation. It's called the first foot, and it started in Scotland. The first person that comes into my home must bring me a gift. Because it's bad luck if they don't. I have a superstition that you open the back door, let the old year out, and you open the front door and let the new year in with all its happiness. My grandma wasn't joking about this being an important Scottish tradition. Thanks in part to the rise of Protestantism in the 17th century, many Scots rejected Yuletide celebrations as Papist excesses. December 25th wasn't an official national holiday in Scotland until 1958, showing the importance of these New Year's traditions. When my grandma was able to live on her own, we would always do 10% off Tuesday shopping every month. The only problem was those damn baskets of stuff in the aisle would always make us cross paths. Well, grandma doesn't like that. You must walk on the same side or else you say, cheese and crackers, God almighty, or you'll be unlucky. No passing either, grandma says. I never pass people on the stairs or an escalator, because that's very bad luck, especially if you trip. Spill some salt? Grandma's got you covered. If you spill some salt, you throw a little bit over your left shoulder, make a big wish, and it'll come true. If you're planning on giving someone knives as a gift, you better listen up. You give If you give someone something sharp, they must pay you a dime or a nickel you must they must always pay you otherwise you might lose them as a friend just get into a relationship grandma has something for you too you put two apple seeds on the stove and you put your name and your girlfriends or your boyfriends and if you love the lie and burn if you hate, you crack and turn. Whether you believe in superstitions or not, you better remember. Beware of those black cats. Yeah, a superstition my cute little grandma <laughs> forgot to mention, though, is that is unique to this year since it's a leap year. I quote, if the woman asks the man to marry her and he says yes, it's good luck. And if not, he better run for the hills. So, Chantal, now's the time to get Caleb that ring. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love jewelry. He wishes. <laughs> okay. Well, I sure wasn't expecting that, and I'll have to be careful around my grandma in case she has any of those superstitions. 
Thank you, Craig. We'll be right back talking about more superstitions right after this. And welcome back to the feet. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. Welcome back to the feed, Superstition Edition, where we're talking about superstitions, believe it or not. And hey, speaking of believing, you'd be surprised at how many people believe in superstitions. I mean, I don't know if this counts, but when I was a kid, I was a non-believer in things, <laughs> even not superstitions. For example, I thought polar bears were total myth. True story. Oh, how our education system has failed you. Anyways, we have Theron here to talk about something similar. Hey, so yeah, superstition, superstitions are a pretty common thing. They permeate throughout multiple cultures and societies. So I felt like I needed to ask a wider community. We've all heard the common superstitions. Don't walk under a ladder, breaking a mirror is seven years bad luck, so on and so forth. But I wanted to know just how widely believed are these superstitions. So I went out to find just how many people really believe in myths. I don't believe in them, but I still like follow them. So if it's like, don't walk underneath a ladder, I won't walk underneath it, but I don't believe in it still. I don't know, it's weird. I don't have the time to believe in superstitions. Me personally, no, because I, I don't know, I believe otherwise. <laughs> I don't walk under ladders ever. Even if it's more difficult to go around the ladder, I will never walk under a ladder. I believe in karma. What goes around comes around. Okay. That's frankly it. Now, I come from a family of storytellers. Myths and legends are commonplace, but I really wanted to know why these people believed what they did or didn't believe what they didn't. Dad's always done it, and he's really freaked me out about it. Like, he would never ever let me walk under a ladder, so it kind of made it like a part of my lifestyle, I think. Well, everything has an action and an equal reaction, so do something nice for someone, and someone else will do something in kind, in turn, kind to you. So I feel, as far as it goes, that's it's just logical, really. I'm usually a man of, <laughs> I'm just gonna quote myself, logic, science, and reason, and just uh, superstitions, although fun, I don't believe they have much uh, practicality or utility in just everyday life. But everyone I spoke to was at least aware of them. As far as I can tell, superstitions are slowly becoming less and less relevant in our modern society. So that leaves the question, do you believe? Personally, I don't follow any superstitions, or I try not to. The guy talking about um, never going under a ladder is actually my brother. So my father instilled that same fear of going under ladders in me, and I haven't gone under one in over 10 years. Man. Well, thanks so much, Theron. Now that we know a lot of people believe in them, do you believe in superstitions, Caleb? I, I don't think I do. I mean, I avoid walking under ladders, but that's just because it seems unsafe. I, I try my darndest to avoid breaking mirrors because why would I break mirrors? And so, in short, no, I don't believe in superstitions. How about you? I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm purposefully superstitious, but I act on impulse based on pre-existing superstitions, if that makes sense. Like, again, the whole salt thing. I don't know why I do it. I just do. Wow. How convenient that you mentioned the brain stuff. The psychology of how superstitions work, you could even say. Because we have Eli here to talk about just that. Yeah, I've always been really interested in trying to figure out why people would believe things they believe, whether it's anything. But I wanted to know, why superstitions?
From 666 to crossing your fingers. And black cats too. <laughs> Bless you. Superstitions are everywhere. And though only 25% of the population say they believe, it's safe to say that humans are... But why? Nicole Murphy is a life coach, which means it's her job to try and figure out why people believe the things they believe. I think that a lot in our life, we like to give our power away. And if we don't need to take responsibility for something, that makes it easier for us. I asked why people would believe in a superstition, something that couldn't possibly be true. Her answer was, honestly, rather surprising. Superstitions actually are real, in that if you believe in your subconscious mind, something will happen. Um, you, it can create with these little habits or things that you avoid, the scenario you're not wanting. So if you believe truly that walking under a ladder is bad luck, and that's in your subconscious mind, then if you walk under a ladder, there may be accidents that follow based on your subconscious mind making that happen in your life. Now, um, I don't subscribe to believing that it's bad luck to walk underneath a ladder because I don't want that, <laughs> that energy. So now we know that superstitions are real, if even just in your subconscious. But I wanted to know, what kind of person does it take to actually believe in one? Everybody has superstitions or these subconscious beliefs that we live out daily. Some just might seem more uh, novelty or trivial than others. If I believe or I set up a practice, like a ritual, that every morning I'm going to take some time to do some kind of practice, whether that's take my dog for a walk or pray or meditate with some crystals, these are ritualistic things, um, but they can set you up for success. It's when you give your power to the objects, I think, where superstition becomes unhealthy. So I don't believe in superstitions, but I do believe superstitions work. And with that kind of fresh in your mind, realizing superstitions don't just have to be those classic, ooh, black cats and, and, and ladders and things, are there any kind of superstitions you guys have? Not, um, not really that I can think of. I, I don't know. I, I know one for me is <laughs> I, I put a lot of power into sage and burning sage and smudging. I think it, it gets rid of negative energies, bad spirits, whatever you want to call it, evil juju. I don't know, just something I subscribe to. Fair enough. Thank you very much, Eli. Yeah, that was definitely interesting. We do live in a society full of interesting opinions. Hopefully you either learned something or developed a superstition of your own. I know I have, but whether you believe in them or not, that's up to you. I'm not your dad. But that's all the time we have for this edition of The Feed, the superstition edition, if you will. Be sure to listen in next week when we're talking about International Women's Day, All Things Women, the same time next week, right here on NR92, or catch the rebroadcast on Sunday at 7 p.m. Or find us on SoundCloud. Uh, bye bye See ya. Thanks for listening to The Feed. Hear it again on NR92, Sunday night at 7.30, or find it on NR92's SoundCloud. See you later.